What better way to start a day? Great songs and special music. Good morning. So today's day five, I think, of our feast. Fifth day. It's moving away. Hope we're all having a great time. You know, when I heard um, the theme for the feast, I was immediately excited about it. That others may live. To me, you couldn't find a, a more fitting theme in a time like this. We're living in days where everyone is just about him or herself. You know, it, uh, I was moved when I heard a discussion on radio that people stop looking into each other's face. You know, the electronics are, 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 so, are so glued to it that we, we look at the electronics, and even if we're talking, and then we forget that we don't have our phone or something, so we keep looking away from people when we're talking to them. We, we, have, we have lost touch. We have lost communication. And I think it fulfills uh, an important prophecy in Second Timothy 3 that one is that the love of many would wax cold because if we're not communicating with people, if we're not attaching ourselves with people, we're not going to love them. I want to speak today on the subject of sacrifice as it relates to the theme. And I'm going to start with two stories. The first is about Ryan Arnold. Now this is what Ryan Arnold did. The bond between siblings is strong, and unless you have one, it's hard to explain the intense urge to feel to protect your kin. Ran Arnold had that urge when his brother Chad desperately needed a liver transplant. Without thinking, Ryan immediately checked that he was compatible, that he was a compatible donor, Discovering that he was, the transplant went ahead. As with all surgeries, there was risk, and Ryan lost his life during the procedure. He had made the ultimate sacrifice to ensure that his brother could live. Here's another touching story. And this person involved is Artland Williams. When Air Florida Flight 90 smashed into a frozen lake in the middle of a snowstorm, all but six passengers were killed. Some 20 minutes later, a helicopter arrived to rescue the survivors. After getting one man to safety, the helicopter helicopter threw a life ring 
to Arnold Williams, who immediately gave it to a passenger next to him. When the helicopter came back for a third time, he did the same thing. And again, when the helicopter came back the final time, Arnold was dead. He had used his last ounce of strength to save a complete stranger. Sacrifice is a loss of something you give up for the sake of a better cause. It's an act of slaughtering an animal or person or surrendering a possession as an offering to a deity. Hebrews 11 verse 4. By faith Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, by which he obtained witness that he was a righteous that he was righteous, God testifying of his gifts, and by it being dead yet speaketh. So we see three examples so far of sacrificing. One donated his liver and in the process lost his life. That his brother could live. And the next man refused to be lifted out of the deluge that strangers may live. My brethren, we are called the Christian calling to a large extent while it is about our salvation. But the message is repeated over and over through scriptures that once we have received salvation, we should live for others. We should do whatever it takes for others to have a chance to have eternal life. This is not an easy thing to do. But if we have the proper motivation, if we know why we are doing what we are doing, it may help. So I want to offer two reasons why we should sacrifice in order to live for others. And I want to suggest some of the things that we can sacrifice in order to live for others. So let's go to Matthew 23, Matthew 22, verse 35. That's Matthew 22:35. It's a very well-known scripture. Then one of them, which was a lawyer, asked him a question, tempting him and saying, Master, which is the great commandment in the law? Jesus said unto him, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, 
with all thy soul and with all thy mind. This is the first and great commandment. And the second is like unto it, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. When properly motivated by these two commandments, no sacrifice is too great. Love for God should require, like Jesus Christ did, a willingness to sacrifice our own lives. And let's turn to Ephesians 5, verse 2. And walk in love as Christ also hath loved us, and hath given himself for us an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling savor. Walk in love, as Christ has loved us and hath given himself as an offering. He sacrificed himself that we may live. This is saying we should walk in love, and just like Christ did, we too can sacrifice ourselves that others may live. Then Paul says in Romans 12, verse 1, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. So while there are situations that demands that we put our lives on the line, there are other situations that demands that we just get rid of some of the things that we hold on to as treasure for ourselves. And some of these things are sometimes not even good. And I'll make a quick list of some of them as the Bible lists them. Um, so if we look at Colossians 3 and 4 to 6, these are some of the things that we can sacrifice. I hope my reference is correct. But mortify therefore your members which are upon the earth. So we in this earthly body, there are, there are some members that we can destroy, kill, sacrifice, mortify. And here is the list. Fornication. No Christian, no believer should indulge in sex outside of marriage because it's what God requires. And doing that means you will cause someone to offend. It is just right for us to do the right thing that others may live. It's a sacrifice. Uncleanness. There are many Christians who indulge in dirty, very dirty uh, argument and dirty acts. Filthy things that, you know, the, 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 anyone who hears or sees those things knows that, look, that's not good. 
Some of these things, if we find ourselves with them, and sometimes we know ourselves well, and we know if we have some nasty habits, we can kill them, mortify them, sacrifice them, so that others may live. Inordinate affection. And I know I don't have time to do everything Evil concupiscence and covetousness, which is idolatry. And I think the word idolatry summarizes the whole thing. There are a number of things that we do that are not according to the will of God, but we hold on to them precious. Some of the type of movies that we watch, some of the times of company that we get in, some of the way, the, the way we party, the way we live our lives does not testify to a life that is ready for Christian service. So my call is that we examine our habits, look into our ways, mortify, sacrifice the things that are hindrance to our Christian walk, and also be willing and ready to die for Christ if we have to. God bless you.